Yes, welcome everybody back to the Train Effective podcast with Juan Hosini. Yes, what a grand entrance. How are you, bro? <laughs> well, hi there. My name is Armand. Um, I went to the November camp for Train Effective. Uh, amazing experience. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, probably one of the biggest things I'll have in 2021 and something I'll be thinking about for the rest of my life. Yes, big man. And where are you currently? Because we know you you went to the camp, goalkeeper, but where do you currently live, like reside from? Um, right now, I'm in the suburbs of Toronto, Canada. Yeah, Toronto, yeah. Canada. And for anybody who doesn't know where that is, um, just think about Drake and um, Fred Van Vliet. And uh, yeah, if you know who those two are, you'll know where Toronto is. Yeah. Wonderful. Now, everybody, today we're actually doing something different. We're on Instagram Live. Hello from Norway. Everybody's just going crazy on Instagram Live. Um, we're broadcasting on Instagram Live and on YouTube at the same time. And if you're on Spotify, you'll hear this on Spotify. Um, and as Armand said, Armand was at the November Train Effective Camp, which was our first Train Effective Camp in quite some time, obviously with COVID and everything um just decimating all over the place it was so good to have armand and everybody else there and i really wanted to get you on bro because um it's it's one thing to see like uh the camp on instagram and on tiktok and everything but like i wanted somebody that was like on the ground there but like somebody that was participating like and on the ground literally on the ground because you're a goalkeeper so you're <laughs> on the ground you know but anyway yeah. um so yeah let's just i mean i want to dive right into it before the camp um because i know some people that are considering going to the camp or maybe have been like or thinking about it whatever maybe even signed up to go to one of our summer ones what were your like thoughts and stuff before the camp like a couple months before a month before like what were your thought processes honestly my expectations were a little bit lower than what i got from the camp which is always good um I was in the beginning, I signed up for the August camp, like it was supposed to happen in August and they got postponed because of COVID, but that just happens. Um, I was just anticipating the moment, like every night I'd just be thinking about it. Like, like say like I was, it was in September and I was thinking in one month from now, I'll be in England, like literally playing with other guys, like thinking about it like that, it, right now i'm getting chills again like it's it's like when you visualize it like that and then you actually get there it's just an unimaginable like thing um really i i've never packed anything like as soon as i did with train effective like usually like one week before sure but like this i probably like packed all my stuff got it ready bought everything probably two three weeks beforehand i was just so excited to get like get to england yeah damn the packing <laughs> the packing do you like packing not really no did you like packing for england yes i did I, I how many this is a good question that a lot of people are probably wondering how many pairs of boots did you take um you know what i didn't bring that many like uh they had like they gave us like a requirement of like what kind of boots we had to bring and like they said just bring like cleats that you can wear on astroturf 
So I just brought my regular cleats. Um, but the thing is, I had two cleats I wanted to bring, but maybe like a week before the training, like I got cleated in the in the foot while training with my team here. And that cleat just like ripped to shreds. So I only brought one, but I saw the guys there. Most of them brought two or three pairs. Like my roommate, he had like three, four pairs with him. Like crazy guy. I love him. Yo, who, what, what's his name? If you want to shout him out really quick. Uh, shout out to Hayan, a uh, Swedish keeper. Hayan, shout out. Guy. <laughs> he brought like three, four pairs. That's like so like me back in the day. Actually, when I um went to England in 2017, I took like five pairs man but like that's when i like moved moved so that's different i guess but um yeah no i love that um damn that anticipation must have been like i love that you say you like you get chills from it because i think when things like really resonate with you that's when you like get chills you know um and then so how did you um so you had obviously these mental thoughts and everything how did you actually uh like prepare in terms of like training and stuff uh before the camp because i know like once you i feel like once you like register sign up not just for train effective camp but like anything even if you have like a trial coming in your Mm -hmm. own country or wherever you are you have like this you have more like urgency kind of where you're like all right now i have like skin in the game like where i'm like you know you have something coming up so it's like you're even more i guess motivated i guess you can say how did you prepare um well of I just train day in day out like that simple as that like every day especially like in the summertime like obviously like I'm in high school so um I can't really train too much especially at the end of like June but right after every single day go onto the pitch and like around here we both have like turf turf areas and we also have like regular like natural grass and I just balance my time between them either training with friends Sometimes even training with my dad, but mostly training by myself. And most of it was like technical work. Like I know that like in England, while like your your physique matters a bit, what they really look for is good technique. So like day in, day out, like as a keeper, I work on my distribution. And like even there, I, sometimes I felt like outmatched. Like these guys, the both like the players that we played, like we partnered with with Hemel, like those guys, Hemel, Hampstead, Tian FC, like a fourth division team in England. These guys, outstanding technique. And like, imagine that for just an academy player. Imagine like a professional. Training with them must be crazy. So I, day in, day out, side volleys, goal kicks, throws. Um, with my friends, they try to take shots, 1v1s. We go through every scenario and it was a really fulfilling summer because not only did I like really train to like sweat poured every day, but like, it was just so fulfilling to see like people around me be like, yo, you're going to England. You got to train harder. You got to keep going, keep going. And like, that really motivated me. Damn. I love that. And the, the distribution thing that you say, it's yeah. like, um, oh, man, it's such a big thing now. Like maybe 10 years ago, it wasn't as big. Like, I mean, it's, it was important, but now with, like, goalkeepers, like, not just, okay, here's my thing. Like, five years ago, when, mainly when Ederson, I feel like when Ederson came to the Premier League, around that time, this is just how I remember it, because when he came, like, Pep and him came similar time, mm-hmm. um, 
then people started seeing like, oh my god, look at the benefits of like having a goalkeeper that can just like uh, pass and everything, just like any other player, rather than just lumping it up all the time. Yeah. Um, that happened, and now I guess in the last couple of years, even like distribution is even like more valuable because like you see like goalkeepers like like you said side volleys, which real quick, just a side note, literally a side note, <laughs> it like visually like one of the most appealing things about football in general is a yeah. goalkeeper who like can hit a perfect like side volley like out to one of the flanks it's just like it's just like chef's kiss to me like it's amazing but um seeing that now it's like you can really like set up an attack and like you can really eliminate defenders uh with like good distribution um so i love that like you you have a big focus on that and did you, because you said you you trained with these uh the guys at Hemel Hempstead? Um, yeah. Did you like? Did you expect them to have like such good distribution and such good like technical skills beforehand or what? Like, honestly, like I didn't really think about it too much. Like I knew I was gonna train with them, but like, like as I said, like I really underestimated what I'd see in England. Like I knew that when I get there, I'm going to experience it fully, like both on the pitch and outside, but like really getting immersed with them. Like there's some like things that they do, like some like micro expressions that they do in like football. That's like, I would never imagine to do so. But like, even now I started to think about like, Oh, they used to do this. So maybe I should also like implement that into my game. Well, well can you tell us some of those micro expressions? Cause I know what you're talking about but I want everybody else to kind of know what you're talking about as well. So like uh, one of our main coaches, his name was coach Simon. Um, Simon. When we, when we got there, he really tried to emphasize um, like footwork and like passing skills like that. But right in the beginning, he would critique us on which foot we would pass with. Like specifically, like if the ball is going to be on your left side and you have a player that you need to pass to on your right side, like there's some ways that might seem like normal to like regular players or like amateurs from outside of England. But like there he would be like, no, instead of passing with this foot, you have to pass this way because it's both more comfortable and it gives you like better vision on the pitch. And like sometimes now I'm training with my teammates and like I see them do like the things that I used to do. I'm like, I tell them so that they can also learn because I like, I love to see my teammates learn as well. Yeah. And like, you're, I feel like, like a little bit of an overarching um, theme there might be like, you probably became a better leader after the camp because yeah. you just got more experience as well. And you have more like things that you can teach your teammates in, um, in your current team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Love that. Damn. And yeah, Simon is, um, did you see the video of Simon like, uh, scoring? Like he, like, I was like, I, everybody like jumped on I was there on the sidelines. I was watching it happen. It was crazy. Loved it so much. They call that uh, scenes. <laughs> scenes. Yeah. Love that, bro. So um, kind of actually we'll segue into um, like your actual camp experience then because we're talking about that. Um, but really quick, I want to shout out the Instagram live people. Everybody watching on Instagram live, you guys and girls are absolute <laughs> legends. And if you go to the Train Effective YouTube as well, that we're also there live right now as well. Um, yeah. Oh, thank you, 
for telling me I look cute. That's nice. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyways, so in terms of the actual camp, um, when you arrived, um, and I know like, bro, like this happens, right? You arrive, but you're not the only one arriving. There's probably like 20 other other players as well. Everybody in the beginning is kind of like, I'm not going to say weighing up other people, but like you do wonder, you're like, oh, like where's this player is like from like the other side of the planet. And like, we're about to be in the same camp. Like this guy's like, like, you know, like also from Canada, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like how were your first few days at the camp, like settling in um, roommates? Like how was that experience? Cause I literally don't know. So I'm curious. <laughs> So, like, as you said, like, everyone's trying to, like, hype each other up or, like, not hype, but, like, like really, like, absorb it. Like, they have to make themselves look really good. And then they also have to, like, estimate how good the other players are. And, like, I'm probably one of the best examples of that, if not the best. But, like, because I had my roommate was also the Swedish keeper. And from the get-go, I was like, okay, I got to be, like, the quiet, like, let my like actions speak louder than words kind of type like i'd be like the quiet guy like show intense faces and then when i'm on the pitch i try my best after a few days with him after a few days with the whole crew like um everyone really opened up and like they really opened me up as well like got to really be the charismatic guy that i usually am um but like even in the exact beginning um i was among the first people to get there so like it was just me and like three four other guys were in a taxi and we got there and we were all just like starting to talk and i remember there was this one kid that i really thought wasn't gonna be so prominent like I, I looked at him i looked at how he dressed like on the first day and obviously like you're coming from so many different places it might be colder it might be hotter so like you might look weirder than you usually do yeah and i looked at him and i'm like ain't no way this guy's here he's probably like he's probably gonna be one of those guys that you just like let like play on the sidelines he's probably gonna in get injured like in the first day or so oh my god and like no disrespect to him because i love him so much now but yeah. he was the week one mvp like alex etter phenomenal oh, player alex the lad alex yeah that guy really at least for me, I didn't expect it much from him just because, like, I'm, I am I just judged him way too soon. And I judged a lot of players way too soon. Everyone really showed showed themselves by the end of the camp. Yeah, it's so interesting. Like, that's it kind of goes back to what I said earlier. Like, when you, like, first, like... And, like, bro, our human minds, like, it, you can't help it. Like, in when you see people, you immediately have, like, a certain thought or perception, um, like, of how just like this player might be or like whatever it is, like whatever your thoughts and like mentality might be. So, um, and then you actually get on the pitch. Cause like we, we've, you, you've been there in the past, like you just told me about it, but you've been there in the past where it's like, maybe you go to a new team or a new training and like, you see someone like some player that looks like so unassuming and like, just like super low key, but they end up being like an absolute, like, sick baller like but you're like i would have never guessed like this person doesn't even talk or whatever um so i love that and shout out alex alex if you're watching shout out to you bro i love, love him yeah amazing guy listen and that honestly bro like that matters even more than um 
like uh, your footballing ability, like the person you are. I always state that. Um, but listen, week one MVP, shout out to you. Hopefully I get MVP one time as well. Um, <laughs> now let's move on to uh, coaching because coaching is kind of one of my, I know some of the train effect, like the performance uh, train effect of coaches there, um, Harry, Simon. And um, so I kind of am familiar with how they work and how they operate. And it's at least compared to America, uh, it's much better. Like, and one thing I always would say is like the details, like they focus on the details, um, which is so important. I remember specifically, I think there's this one video on either Instagram or TikTok that I saw um, where uh, Harry is talking about like the weight of pass. Like some of the passes are like, they might not even be slow, but they're not like fast enough. They're not into the other player. And um, I don't know if you've seen the all or nothing with Tottenham. Yeah. When Mourinho was the manager, he like, um, he just like ranted at Deli Alley and like the, in this like little uh, film session. He's like, he's like, I know you are a fucking lazy guy. Like, and he's like, if you're lazy in training, like, and he's like, if you turn and this pass into space quick, we're like away and like we can create a chance, but it's like a slow pass. And I was like, damn, like, you don't have to be like uh, Mourinho to know these things. Like, you know, and that's why I love that segment so much. Cause it's like, when I first went to England, my passing, I was like, bro, my passing, one of my strengths, like my passing, if I wanted to go right there, it'll go right there. And to be fair, it would go right there, but it would go right there too freaking slow. That's mm -hmm. what I didn't know. So when I started training with uh, Nick and Mo and Corby and all these guys, I quickly found out, I was like, okay, these passes are not at the level. And sure enough, after like a few weeks, month, like passing gets up to speed. So tell me about the coaching because you were with goalkeepers, but overall, how was like the coaching? Um, coaching overall, really good, especially because like I was, obviously I wanted to like absorb as much as I could from like everything. And like the coaching there, was very different than what I see in Canada. I mean, the team that I have now, they've really implemented what they've learned from like Europe, the, like their UEFA licensed coaches. But what I saw with like Simon, with Harry, Coach Felipe, Coach Samir, these guys, they they play, they they train not for like I know there's some like coaches that like they, they teach you like to play in like scrimmages and everything. And like they say that, oh, play small games and that will help you in big games. But then like there's always a time for that. And I feel like a lot of coaches, like they, they miss the fact that like you have to work on the chemistry of the team, the organization. Even like in those three weeks, we should really start to hammer on like organization and how to like pass the ball quick, move into that space and just keep going at it. Only by like the last week we started doing like, okay, guys, let's have some fun. Let's do some finishing drills. Like every day before that, it was, it was just hammering with those skills. Like either we did like this 1v1 drill a few times. Even the keepers had to do it. It was fun. But like um, there was also other drills where it was like defenders versus attackers, two large nets, and you just have to like play it out. It was a really good way to see like how the team transitions between offense to defense for both sides. And like you don't really see that much, especially with like 
academies here. So like seeing it there was like really eye-opening. And like I I've asked my coaches to do so, like to like maybe try to implement that, implement me into that. And like I've gone to a team where that they already do that too. So like I really enjoyed how they coached there to the fact that I brought it here as well. Um they were really open, they were really positive. Um they also try to help us like one-on-one as well when they could. Like I know a lot of players were like really shy about it. They wouldn't go. But the guys that really, really wanted to like come in, like Alex, like the others, these guys, like even me a few times, we went and we would ask them after like the practice, like, hey coach, and like, hey coach Felipe, hey coach Simon, hey coach, whoever was there, yep. that like, what could I do to make my game better? And they would genuinely tell us what to do. And we would try our best to do so. And if they saw improvement in like the next two or three days, because they're there all the time with us. It's not like they're there one day and they're gone. It's like they're there and they're like, they're helping us hard. Um, They would tell us if we've improved or they would give us more advice. And that was really helpful. I feel like I really improved in my footwork and uh, confidence through interceptions just with them damn i love that i love that um you like i love that you can get like better feedback um my thing is like if if it was one day it's hard for coaches to give feedback to 20 something players yeah like but if it's like two three weeks or four weeks like each player will get like a decent amount of actually really good feedback and the feedback will probably be like consistent as well um i think one of the things that i'm big on with the camps actually is feedback because if you can get if you can get four five really strong educated opinions from people that have been watching you and coaching you as well not just watching but actually coaching you you know what to improve better you know what areas need to improve and you know which details to improve because sometimes it's not like if you tell a teenager like okay you need to improve your passing we have to get more specific. Like, is it short passing? Is it one touch passing? Is it long passing? Like, all these things. It's all part of like player development. So I love that you took the initiative as well to get feedback, mm-hmm. um, and that they were open to it. Um, tell me about, and we're gonna get into because I can get a good sense. I think everybody can get a good sense. Really quick, shout out Instagram Live. Everybody in the Instagram Live, you all are legends as you've always been because you're on Instagram live and you're here and you know, you want to hear about the camp and proving. I love that. So shout out to you guys. Um, let's touch on kind of moving to more fun. Um, I want to talk about like the relationships. Cause I think one of the things with the camps is like, at least from what I can see is those relationships you build with not only the coaches, uh, long-term and even short-term, but like the players as well like friends straight up friends that you make and all that stuff tell me how that went you touched on it a little bit um but like was it easy meeting people was it easy getting along with other players how was it um overall pretty easy like in the beginning like i said like everyone's trying to be act tough so like everyone's either like in their own small group or like they're by themselves but like at the by the end i think that um I was on everyone's good side, I, I hope. Like, um, 
I could go up to any of the players and I could like ask them for help or ask them to like just warm up with me. Like everyone was so like just like friendly. Um, even now, like we all stay connected. Um, I know there was like we, me and two other Canadians, we all came together and we all live close to Toronto. So we all like managed to like get our like our flight seats like to be by by each other. Oh, I so love when we that. come back, we're still there. <laughs> I love that so much. That's that's sick. That's sick. <laughs> that's so freaking cool. But like even other than that, like I I train with those Canadians still. Like I know um, one of them's tried to try out for my team. That was just a great experience to see him again. And the other one, I'm still talking to. Um, but outside of Canada, like we have this Snapchat group chat where we all just, we're trying to find other opportunities for each other to grow. Like either we send videos for each other to improve or we've sent other like really informative stuff for football. And most of us stay in contact either through Snapchat or WhatsApp. We're always connected. Cool. Man, I love that so much. And that's a really big, valuable thing to me. It's like, like I, like when we would have um in residence people um like camp guests back in like 2017, 18, like one of like the sadder things was like seeing people like obviously go back home, and um because it's like you like do build this bond and this relationship and kind of a bond and relationship that you might not get with everybody in like back where you live because it's like all of the people that were at the camp like had similar visions and goals and like. Be, like dreams you can call it perspectives um i would say a way of life where you're like you kind of do go after the things you want um you might have doubters you might have people that don't believe in you but like for this few weeks or one month you're all here with like a common goal essentially or common goals so for you to be able to like carry that on even afterwards i think that's so like valuable and i'm happy that you have that snapchat group and i would I would advocate to like keep that like I don't know if you guys do like streaks or whatever the hell it is like just keep it going like we just keep <laughs> it going as long as you can. Um, now, last thing I want to touch on uh, before we wrap up is um, what was the vibe like around like the the pitch where you were staying like the food like where you eat like what was like the general vibe like because I know in the beginning you said it was um. Everyone's trying to like act tough. Like, look at me. I'm from <laughs> I'm from Toronto, man. Like Drake, bro, that's my neighbor. Like, I know yeah. Drake. I produce songs for Drake. No, I'm just kidding. But like, how was like the general vibe around the whole camp? Um, that makes sense. Mostly good. Like, um, I can't say for all of them, but um, it was really, really like immersive. I don't know how to really explain it. Like, um, Everyone was there. Um, our host manager, he was, a f I, he's an amazing guy. He really tried to get us like together. And same with Coach Mo, he really tried to help us. Um, same with Claire, same with the crew. Like all of them really, really tried to like have us always in a positive area. Like every day, all of them would ask us one by one throughout the day, like, hey, are you guys doing well? anything that we can improve on. And we mostly say, yeah, but sometimes there would be stuff that we would want more of and they would, they would provide as much as they could. And it was just great like that. 
Um, overall, um, because it was so close to the pitch as well, like we really found time to like, like there was all these like other pitches as well. Like we always had time to like train for ourselves as well. Um, we'd always ask each other like, Hey, do you want to train with us? And it was so fluid. Like no one was like stuck in their own like little friend group. Like everyone was like everywhere. You could ask anyone to train and they give you a yes and they come with you and they train with you as hard as they possibly could. And then you guys would go laugh it off while walking back <laughs> and then eat together. And then sometimes like there were a few times that like we went to each other's dorms yeah, and we would like watch movies. We would just hang around. It was, it was literally the vibe. It was a great experience. You know, like this makes me want to like come to like like I want I want I'm trying to come now. <laughs> like it just it just sounds like it just sounds like a lot of fun. Um, cause like that that is one of the things that I I feel like maybe you do like you will like I I guess you could say miss is like those maybe smaller things like yeah. going to like your like mates like or the other guys like dorms or rooms and like all like watching them like movie together and then like talking about the training session on the day or like talking about the upcoming like like match 11 v 11s like that's 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 what people like in any sport call like locker room like locker room yeah. talk like the locker room like that stuff and like you see so many like players that like retire from any sport actually and they say one of the big things like they do miss is that it's like the relationships and like it's those little things but they're actually really big and important um but sometimes we don't realize that until they're gone so i'm happy that you were like you, like you were aware of that and um yeah man damn that shit, i need to i need to get myself to a camp um overall bro i'm happy you enjoyed it and above all i'm happy that you took things from it that you could like apply now um in your team even influence your coaches, influence your teammates. And um, yeah, yeah, we need, you and I need to link in the future. I think if, sure. if you're ever in, um, screw it, if you're ever in America, I'll just find my way to you, man. <laughs> we'll practice a distribution. Of course. Perfect, bro. Um, everybody, for everyone, anyone watching on the or listening on Spotify, you can follow Armand down below. His Instagram is there. Uh, feel free to DM him with like questions and stuff, or if you just want a new friend, I'm sure Armand is plenty, plenty sure. uh, nice, and he will not attack you. He's a very nice person. He won't block you. Um, and uh, Instagram Live, I want to shout out you guys for anyone who's listening all the way through. Thank you for sticking all the way through. Um, just DM us if you have any questions or want to talk about anything. Um, I've seen in the chat periodically here and there that Ronaldo scored during the Champions League game. So that's um, kind of interesting, actually. That's good. Yeah. that a Ronaldo fan. Yeah. Yeah. Good, man. Listen, I need Manchester United to keep winning. Um <laughs> So their schedule is very compact and tight. So they mm -hmm. fall out of the top four race. So Arsenal can, you know, we can get up in there. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah, but we'll discuss that another day. Perfect. Armand, bro, it was an absolute pleasure, man, to um, meet you for the first time, actually, and have you on. Well, thank you for having me. Yep.
Take care. All right, everybody, as always, make sure to stay effective.